This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hey friends, hope you're having a great week out there. How are you handling all this solar activity? Oh my gosh. So just right before I sat down to record this, I just had a major solar flare. And as soon as that happened, uh, what that can cause is radio blackouts. And so (laughs) as soon as I got the notification that there was a radio blackout in progress uh, in our area of the world, the power went out in my house and this happened last week too so it's just it's just kind of crazy over here we are also just entering mercury retrograde and that's always interesting um i i always tend to do this i i I never remember to plan things around mercury retrograde and i planned a vacation (laughs) next week Uh, or this weekend. So that should be interesting. Oh, and a photo shoot. So (laughs) I'm sure, uh, you know, it's always possible that what can go wrong will go wrong. And I always just kind of adjust my expectations. But on the flip side, you know, and there's an eclipse this Friday. So we've got a lot going on out in space right now. Um, But, you know, eclipse season right we're in the middle of it right now is a time that is can be a big catalyst for change in your life Um, so eclipses aren't all bad they can be really intense but they can also uh, you know shift things in areas where you're ready for change so that can be a positive thing and mercury retrograde you know people always joke about how it's something to fear but you know it, it's also I think it helps to think of it kind of uh, maybe instead of so negative maybe more like um, trickster energy you know and feel like well you know instead of resisting it it's like okay I'm, I'm up for anything <laughs> let's see what it brings this time around and just go with the flow uh, yeah so interesting stuff I'm really, really excited to talk about this topic on my podcast today, which is contact. Uh, I didn't realize how excited I was to talk about it until I started editing the clip that I wanted to play. So it's so interesting how, you know, a lot of people kind of get into this work who are in this, in this field, um, they get into it because they had some sort of contact experience. And usually these experiences are positive, not always, of course, Um, but you know, I, for me, it was something that I always wondered if I had contact at any point, right? Contact from ETs and something in me told me, yes, Um, a little backstory. I, I've talked about this before, but when I was a kid, I was terrified of aliens that was it was like horribly terrified of aliens 
That was my biggest fear was that uh, we would have a some sort of alien invasion. And obviously, if you've listened to my backstory and you've listened to my past life session, you know that that's because I experienced that in a past life and that had um, bled over into this life. And so, you know, I when I was a kid, it was like there was no possibility in my mind that contact could be positive, right? Um, and there was one time when I was absolutely positive <laughs> that uh, there were uh, aliens in my in my house in the middle of the night, and um, you know, like I, I I remember vividly being awake most of the night. Just I, I didn't see them, but I could feel them. And that terrified me, completely terrified me. But of course, I, I had only ever heard of alien abductions. You know, when you watch documentaries, when you watch movies, you know, I think signs came out around that time and <laughs> that terrified me. Uh, you know, it's like you only, um, you only hear of contact being uh, like really negative and, um, you know, some sort of attack. And so uh, I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, so then, you know, fast forward now-ish, you know, in the past couple years where for me, you know, like, like oh, the idea opened up to me that, okay, maybe aliens could be nice. Like, what if they're nice? And that kind of shifted my whole mindset around it and opened a lot of doors for me to explore these things. Uh, you know, after I did that, then that's kind of what led me to learn I was a starseed and all of these things. So after that mindset shift, uh, you know, I, I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if that experience, I wonder if, you know, me being afraid all the time, I, I wonder what that was about. Like, what was that actually contact? I don't know. And so, um, that was something that I wanted to explore. I had a, I wanted to do another, uh, quantum hypnosis session. And what I wanted to know, I had some questions left over from my first session you know, where I learned about my past as a Lyran, my, my planet situation. Uh, and, you know, I had a lot of unanswered questions and it still felt really emotionally heavy. It felt, I still felt a lot of sorrow, even though I had processed it. I, I'd let all the feelings flow through my body. I released them, you know, and uh, my health was getting better and, you know, things are turning around and felt like for the most part it was behind me um, but there was still this emotional charge and this question of like well what happened after like I still had so many questions about what happened after I went back to fight for my planet um, after I left my family go if you haven't listened to this go go listen to my galactic awakening session um, so I, I felt like there was something that needed to be explored there so that I could kind of put it behind me um, and really move on. And the idea of contact kept coming up. Like 
I really wanted to explore that if something told me I might you well obviously something might <laughs> I don't know what it is no it was my intuition told me my higher self told me uh my guides told me that there was something there that needed to be explored uh, and so I decided to go back under for another session and I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. And this episode is going to, I'm going to make this a part one and a part two. In this one, we're going to listen to the session because it's kind of long, but it's really interesting. And I, I think that you will find interesting things in there for you. Uh, and then in the next part two, then I'm going to unpack uh, what contact looks like and uh, how it works and some debunk some of the um, misconceptions about it. But I want to play this first because I think you'll hear how overwhelmingly positive and loving it is. Uh, and that will set the stage for talking about contact possibly in a, in a new light that you have never considered before. All right, let's get into it. The image that's coming to me is like white clouds. Okay. I feel like I'm floating maybe. And tell me about the emotional state that you're feeling in this place. It feels calm and happy. Or maybe, maybe the absence of, uh, I don't feel any real heightened emotions right now. Okay. It feels like maybe I'm, uh, there's some sort of like, like uh, craft near me or around me but I can't tell if it's like a like a helicopter or if it's like a more like a craft that is not from earth I'm not exactly sure where I'm okay does this space feel familiar to you at all yes it feels like it it feels yeah it feels kind of ordinary okay yeah it feels like yeah i'm not sure what i'm doing but it feels like i've done it before and it's familiar and i think i think there are other beings here. I'm just seeing if these beings feeling feel familiar to you. Yeah, they they feel like uh, friends or family. Like it feels like maybe we're I don't know. Like uh, what's kind of coming up is like it feels like um, we're just like coasting. We're docked and. Okay. And just kind of going about 
our business. I think we're going somewhere though. And I, I want to say that we're like in the atmosphere of, uh, of a planet. I'm not sure if it's Earth or somewhere else. Okay. Do you feel like there is a reason that you came to this planet? Mm, uh, almost, almost like um, feeling emotional for some reason. Uh, almost like watching over it. Okay. Like there's a feeling of um, love or something or fondness. And um, I don't know if it's like protection or wanting to, or just being of service. Okay. And what is the dynamic between you and these other beings here? What is the, the relationship with them and how does that fit Are you? Mm -hmm. um, it feels warm and it feels friendly, like there's a closeness. Yeah, and it, it feels like maybe we're keeping watch or just there's some sort of positive intention. Okay. And does it feel like any one of the beings, including yourself, is more of a leader or is everyone equal in this group? It feels like I don't get a strong sense of like hierarchy. It's more like we all have a, a, a job to do. Okay. But I feel like I have some sort of um, maybe um, say in, I don't know if it's navigation or something, but there's no tension or, or feeling of um, like a superior feeling or anything. Okay. I want you to look down at your hands and your body. My hands look large, larger than my hand. Okay. I'm getting the like, uh, kind of like furry image again. Okay. Your sense of what, whatever, uh, how that kind of showing up on my body. Okay. I feel large in comparison to this Monet body. Mm -hmm. What about the health of your body? How does it feel that way? Does it feel strong or? It feels strong, it feels um, typical it doesn't feel there's no sense of um, any like physical heaviness um, yeah it feels healthy 
And are you getting any sense of a gender? I'm getting a female sense, but balanced, uh, like the feminine and masculine balance type. But the gender I'm getting is, I think, female. Okay. So your group now has decided it's time to go to your next destination. Okay. So where might you be going? Just feeling into any sense of what your mission might be or your purpose. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to pause here for one second. And so what I had determined up up to this point was that the body of um, the person was Lyran. Whenever I get, um, whenever fuzzy shows up for me uh, or furry, that's my brain's way of translating Lyran. It's so interesting because in these sessions, whenever you are not human, what happens is, you know, your brain kind of has a hard time translating uh, ET imagery because it's never seen it before so it uses the only way that it knows which is either by symbolism or by things you've seen before so even if i i don't know if i was if i this person you know we find out who it is soon but even though even if she's not actually furry that's that's just how my brain goes okay lyron like it just flags that um And what I hadn't said out loud was that I was getting earth vibes. Like what I was seeing was, you know, white fluffy clouds. I saw buildings below, uh, but I wasn't sure if it was like my brain translating, um, you know, uh, the atmosphere and buildings from another planet, or if it was actually earth. Uh, Find out that it is actually earth. And at this point, What happened, this part, I cut this part out because I go on a little detour and I go land somewhere. But then as I was doing that, what kind of came to me was that this wasn't supposed to happen. This isn't what I was supposed to see. This, this isn't what was actually going on. And so I come back and I come back to where I started and stay up in the clouds. So... You'll hear that next. Okay, this sounds weird. Like, it feels, it feels like I'm, this doesn't make a ton of sense, but it feels like I'm, like, when I was back in the craft, if I go back there, it's, it felt like watching over and looking down at myself. Like I saw when in the buildings where we were, that we were over, I saw like, if I'm back there, what I see is my, like my childhood home. Okay. And why do you feel like you are visiting yourself? It feels like, um, like just 
kind of like checking checking in or like almost like protection not that there's danger but it feels like it feels like just like watching over the home and check like checking in on um like almost like visiting just to make sure that I'm okay. And how does this make you feel being able to visit yourself and see that you are okay? It feels, um, feels sad because it's like I can, it's like I can see myself as a, like a child, maybe I'm 10 or 11 and watching over and just seeing that I'm suffering. And do you have any understanding about why you're suffering in that child? Yeah. It's like I, I can see that, like, she's having a hard time just in this experience. Like, on, like, as, like, as Monet and in, like on the this planet in this body in this family and i can see how like how lonely she is and how like i want to say how much like distance there is from herself mm. and i'm like I'm I'm just it feels like I I just come to like I come and check in on her to see how she's doing and she's just going through a lot of hard stuff emotionally and feeling powerless and struggling to love herself. And it's, it's sad to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we look at the bigger picture of this life of Monet that we're looking at, can we see if these, these struggles that she had as a child, if they're for a, a purpose, are they actually assisting her in any way? Why did she have to experience this? It was it was hard for her to adjust to coming into this life. And she 
she lost her way and struggled a lot. And it just, she is doing the best she can with the tools that she has at this time in her life as a child. But it's the experience of Earth has been very difficult for her. And did she understand how difficult it was going to be before she came to Earth? She did, but I, I don't think she was fully prepared to forget mm. who she who she is and that made her feel very lonely mm -hmm. is there anything we can do to aid Monet in connecting with that other part of herself that she forgot when she came here at this time that I'm observing I want to say that I tried to connect with her to help her but she was not able to receive it in the way that she was in the way that it could have served her. Mm -hmm. Believe that I believe that I, she felt my presence. I felt our presence, mm -hmm. but she reacted with fear because she didn't understand, mm -hmm. and that created more disconnection with her true self and more feelings of being alone and being a child that was very sensitive and not knowing anybody quite like her. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was quite challenging for her at that time. But I have been watching and protecting her and she will be okay. Do you get a sense that you've come to visit her on different occasions during different points of her life? Yes. Yes, I, I check on her as often as possible in, to make sure that, to ease my mind. Mm. There, are, there are many of us out here watching over Earth right now and protecting. And that gives me the opportunity to visit her when I need to. And what is your connection with money? Why do you feel the need to look out for her? And I'm a parallel expression of Monet. Mm. Monet is having this experience on earth and I am having my own experience 
So the two of you are very, very deeply connected then. Yes. We are fractals of the same soul. Mm -hmm. Now, is there a way that Manet can tune in to this other aspect of herself? It's by knowing that I'm always there. I'm always available to connect to and in trusting that she is being watched over while she is having this physical experience on earth. And if she, she is needed right now. Mm -hmm. And it's knowing that she can reach out to me and I am her no it's not as difficult as she might is there a way that in this moment we can choose something to represent your wanting to connect with money be it a symbol a number a physical object, something that you can use to communicate and connect with her and to remind her of your presence. She can use the crystal that she's holding. Okay. That she's been using as protection and to connect with her guides. She can focus on that to help remind her that she's not alone. Mm -hmm. And do you get a sense of what your name might be? The name that's coming through is uh, Malaka something like that with an M. Okay. And are we able to ask some more questions about this parallel experience? Yes. Now we understand that at some point there was some devastation that occurred on your planet. Yes. And what was your life like? before this conflict happened? That was a different lifetime. Mm. That was much older. That was a very long time ago. Okay. And currently, things are very different. Monet doesn't have to worry, worry about what she experienced in that lifetime because we have moved on and that is a very long time ago in the past and all she has to know is that she is we are happy now and we have found peace within ourselves with what happened 
Okay. And so she does not have to worry about that anymore. Beautiful. She needs to focus on herself mm-hmm. and trust that we have it all worked out. And we are optimistic. And she doesn't have to feel the heavy weight or the burden of what happened in our past. And we're all moving forward together. Mm-hmm. Is there any guidance for her on how she can let go of that past devastation and move forward? She needs to she needs to be connected to the present and keep her focus on the present and future, which is positive. She needs to trust that it's all unfolding as it should. And it was all supposed to happen that way because it did. And she has more important things to do now. Can you tell us about those important things? She needs to be determined to get better. She, she needs a new anchor. Okay. She, it's like her anchor has been placed in the past and her energy and life force is dragging behind her because of that. She needs to trust and place her place that anchor in, in front of her so that she's moving forward and not backward. Okay. And are her guides and yourself able to assist her with that? Yes. We are available to her. She was shown that previous life so that she could see it and release it. Mm-hmm. And through that process, she has begun to identify with it. Mm-hmm. But what she needs to know is that She's, she has a whole future ahead of her and that she can't keep letting the past, that past, those memories weigh her down. If she wants to be, attain the things that she wants to attain, with her health and her spirit and her life force because they're still dragging. She can look to me, to future expressions of herself. She can continue to be in the present. She has improved upon so much. Mm -hmm. And just keep doing the inner work because she doesn't see how far she's come. Mm. When I think back to 
observing her in her early life and how much she was suffering. She's not there anymore. No, she's not. And she's she's embraced her life in a way that she never could have dreamed before. And so she needs to keep, keep moving forward and keep trusting herself and trusting in us because there is hope and there is there are positive things for her on the horizon as she continues to shed all of this emotional and energetic weight that she's been carrying for so long and it's working and is there anything that she can do to assist in continuing to shed that emotional and energetic past? It's been dragging her down, but she's not doing now. She needs to get out of her head and live and not fixate or worry so much about her health needs to trust that she is doing better. Mm-hmm. She's afraid to trust that because she's afraid that she's going to get worse again. She just needs to keep doing what she's doing. Okay. And and not let doubt creep in or fear because that will harm her. She has to be focused on where she wants to go, not where she's been. Yes. She's afraid to let go of of the suffering. She can choose to do that. And she knows how. What is she afraid of? About letting it go? She's afraid that She's going to be disappointed. She's afraid that it's not, that she's not going to get better. She's afraid to hope because she doesn't want to be disappointed. But she needs to just be determined and not not have the fear that the fear is creating more problems for her. Yeah. She just has to decide that she's she is better and it's not in her head. Mm-hmm. If she is disappointed, she can deal with that later. Yeah. But being disappointed ahead of time is harming her. Mm-hmm. Because it's too painful to think of a life where she doesn't get better. Yeah. Would it help her to focus more intentionally on the present moment in her day-to-day life. Yeah, she needs she needs to not be so fixated on what's going on in her body. Okay. Because with all of that energy that she's putting towards trying to get better, she's not getting better because she's not She's not living. 
she's making herself suffer more. Mm-hmm. She needs to go out and do the things that she's afraid to do. Okay. Because the alternative is postponing living. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to protect her health. Because she still feels very fragile. Mm-hmm. And how can she cultivate a safe feeling of more safety in her body so that she feels more able to go out and live? Can she just consciously cultivate that feeling of feeling safe in her body? Yes. She needs to constantly be providing herself evidence that she is safe and she is better. Okay. She's not where she was a year ago. Right. And she needs to trust that she's not going to break Mm -hmm. if she goes and does the things that she knows will help her. Okay. She had more questions about this past devastation that happened, but are these questions relevant to her? Does she need to know anything more about that past at this time? No. Okay. She can, she can trust that she can move on. Okay. She, she's let a lot of it go, but she still felt the need to be, to have a hand in repairing that Mm -hmm. because there were questions left unanswered, but she, she needs to fully let go of that and just connect with what's right in front of her. That lifetime was shown to her so that she could move past it. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Um, Shout out to Jennifer Lee, uh, my amazing Beyond Quantum healer for this go-around. So I want to say that after this session, uh, it was very profound for me to truly, it was like... um, my parallel self she she gave me permission to trust and to live again after being so protective of myself and and my health along my my journey and once i decided to get better it was like everything kind of clicked into place for me And I did, I um, have gotten, it was almost immediate. I've gotten better and better since. And I'm living again, which feels good, you know, as much as I can. Uh, Going on vacation next week, that's a really big deal for me. I actually haven't been on vacation since before my kids were born. So that was over six years ago. And so, yeah, that was just really good. It was really good. And it felt really good to be able to put that other past life behind me. So that's the power of quantum hypnosis. Now, when you have access to these other beings that are parts of you, parts of your soul, whether it's 
you know, in this case, a parallel life or, you know, a past life or a future life, how they know you, you know, they know you sometimes better than you know yourself and know what you need and can really help, help give you that wisdom, um, that maybe you, you aren't sure, or you can't trust, you know, from within. And I want to also stress how normal it is for other star seeds like yourselves to have struggled growing up and to have felt like uh, maybe distance from yourself or, you know, internalized along the way because you were different than other kids, that there was something wrong with you. And, you know, as we become adults, we develop interesting coping strategies to deal with that distance within ourselves. If we never really unpack it, I mean, really unpack it and do that inner work, then we're just walking around as unhealed adults. Uh, And that impacts every single part of our lives, our relationships, our health, our work. You know, maybe if we have a business, it would surely impact that as well. And our relationship with ourselves. And so when we actually are able to repair that relationship with ourselves and we begin to heal, everything gets better. And that's where we can find our power. So if you are feeling like this is what you want to explore right now and it would help you to do that inner work, then I'm your coach. So you can come find me at thestarseedawakener.com. And I, my website, uh, I've been, I finally redid it. So I have more information about my program, Quantum Coherence on there. And uh, I've decided that I am going to start accepting business clients again as well, which I'm so, I'm so, so happy about. Uh, I was a business coach for a long time before I was doing more general life coaching. So uh, I'm going to be accepting business clients as well. If you have your own healing or coaching uh, business or anything you can imagine, I've I've worked with people. I used to be a um, a business coach for birth workers from when I was a doula. And so that was a lot of fun. So head to my website if you want more information. And next week, uh, we're going to go ahead and unpack contact. You know, as, as you heard in this episode, contact uh, doesn't always go down the way that we kind of imagined uh, in our head from the movies and such. So uh, I'm going to talk about the mechanics of that and uh, how you can initiate your own contact experiences, if that's what you're wanting. All right. I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, 
visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.